Hi, and welcome to episode 116 of the Heartland Knits podcast. My name is Vicki, but you can find me as Heartland Knits on Ravelry and Instagram, and now Periscope. And today is Sunday, September 13th, 2015. Thank you all for joining me for another week of knitting. Um, I have been knitting quite a bit um, this week, but I did take one day out and I went down to Wisconsin Sheep and Wool Festival. It's a couple hour drive, so um, I didn't do any knitting during that time um, when I was gone. And then I was really tired when I got home, so I didn't really knit much on Friday. But I have lots of new knitting to show you. So let's start out with what's on my needles. And I wanted to show you one of the projects that I started last month that I've been working on. It kind of really captured my attention um, this week. So I kind of wanted to get through one section. And a lot of the projects that I cast on um, this big group are things that I've talked about wanting to knit or I've showed you, I want to knit this sometime. And, and that's kind of why I cast them all on at once because then they would actually get started because what happened what happens a lot of times is I think oh I want to knit that and then you know when I finish I want to knit this shawl when I finish the one I'm working on and then when that happens something new kind of jumps up and distracts me so I never get um, things things cast on that I'm thinking I wanted to do so um, this was a pattern that I wanted to cast on last year. I'm going to do this um, lacy sort of Faroese shawl. This was in the wool gathering from September 2014 and I bought yarn specifically to do it and so I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna cast it on and and uh, get going and I did. So the yarn that I'm using is oh I guess I, um, it's it's a Rowan Kitzel K's and the color is Atlantic. So it's this beautiful, beautiful turquoise color. I am just completely enthralled and in love with the color. So I um, started at the bottom is just plain stockinette, or just plain garter, and I um, um, worked on that on and off a little bit um, in August, and then kind of I started the lace section and then just kind of every night I wanted to knit a few rows of it. So this is um, as far as I am. I'm at the top of the lace section. And so now the rest will be um, all garter. Um, I am, I love Kid Silk Haze. It, it could be one of those yarns that if you could only have one yarn, this might be one that I would want to only knit with. I know there's a lot of you out there who really don't like it and that's okay because that means there's more of it for me <laughs> um, you know they call this I've heard it called either crack silk haze or kid silk crack because if you love it you really love it and you want to knit with it it's to me I it's like super soft and I it's it's baby mohair so and this has silk it's it's baby mohair and silk and I am doing this on size 7 needles, which are 4.5 millimeter. 
um, it's a it's a fairweeze shawl, so it's got this um, you know decreasing on each side, and then before the lace section started, um, I was decreasing here, and then it there'll be like a center panel. You can tell like right here between these two markers, I'll be I'll be decreasing on either uh, on one side of the markers so that there'll be a center panel, um, and then there'll be additional shaping within the garter to kind of um, make it so that it will sit on your shoulders. I love Faroe shawls because it's different than just a plain triangle. They've got shaping in it so that it just, you can have them on your shoulders and they just stay there. It's not like a, a plain triangle. Um, I'm kind of just going right according to pattern using her numbers and everything. And um, one thing that I did is, since it's a bottom up um, shawl, you cast on a lot of stitches and you have to sort of have a, a stretchy cast on and I know there are some of them out there I don't particularly like any of them I think mostly they just look a little messy so what I like to do in a case like that is I'll do a provisional cast on so this is a piece of scrap yarn in there and then at the end I'll come along and do probably a sewn bind off probably Elizabeth's um, sewn bind off because that looks really pretty with garter. Um, I just find that you can get it as stretchy as you want and you don't have to worry you know oh is that going to stretch enough and it it looks still like neat and tidy instead of some of those messy stretchy cast-ons. Um, so yeah so it's just been fun to have this um, little bit of lace and I love this color so so much so I am I am down to I had three skeins of the kids okays and I'm down to the last one I kind of just opened up the last one um, to start it so I still have quite a bit to do but I know that it decreases you know pretty rapidly just from other Faroe shawls that I've done you know, once you get kind of halfway up, it does decrease rapidly. I hope I don't run out. Um, I bought this last year when I went up to Door County in the fall, and I stopped at this uh, the yarn shop where I bought it um, in August because I went up to Door County and I got cherries. And I know that they still had some of this color. I don't know if it's the same dye lot, but I'm kind of guessing it is. So um, I, I do want to make sure that I, I kind of finish that up. So I will probably, now that I'm in the garter, I'll probably, um, you know, do a little bit, you know, try to get to it um, so that I can finish that up because I love it. Um, my new project that I just cast on yesterday is something that, I have thought about knitting for a long time um, and how I decided to, to uh, do it is I saw one of my friends at knitting camp again she knit this and so I got to see it and and it's so I'll show you what it is it's called Sam the Ram 
and it's this little it's not little it's actually quite big it's like a foot a foot wide um, and tall but it's got like a, a sheep and he's got wearing like an Aaron kind of um, fleece the uh, design is by Rita O'Connell and it is um, I'm not sure I didn't look up on Ravelry but it's um, published by three kittens um, it's a yarn shop up in the Twin Cities um, so anyway this pattern was was um, goes back to 1993 so I don't know if I knew about it quite that far back but I know it's been at least 15 years or so that I have seen this um, and I've heard people say you know oh it was so fun to knit and it just I thought I think it's so cute but I never knit it because I'm, I'm not much of a toy knitter I know I've talked about that before and I always thought well I could you know, there's only so much time that you have to knit, and I would want to be knitting sweaters or garments or, or something useful instead of just a sheep. So anyway, um, my friend, I, you know, saw it at camp, and she likes to knit a lot of the same kind of things that I like to knit, and she said it was really fun to knit. So that, I knew right away, it was like, okay, I'm going to get... Sam. So um, you can buy just the pattern. Um, and I don't, like I said, I don't know if like Three Kittens, if on Ravelry, if you look the pattern up, if they have a downloadable version or you have to like order it from the store. I bought this as a kit from Blackberry Ridge Woolen Mill. They um, always have a booth at the fiber events kind of in this area. They've a, they're a woolen mill um, down in southern Wisconsin and so the kit was I, I thought about just getting the pattern and then using hand spun but really the whole kit was $22 and you got the pattern and you got the yarn and so then I didn't have to go digging around trying to find hand spun and like maybe hand, hand spun that didn't come with like a big you know, like a sweater's quantity that I wouldn't want to break up just to knit Sam or something. So you, so the the wool that you get in the kit, you get a, a skein of this white. Um, it's what they spin there. It's like a sport weight, and it's um, pretty soft. I I can't remember. I should have asked her what um, breed of sheep, but it's. It's, it's pretty soft, um, but it's still mill spun yarn. And then you get a, a smaller skein of like a brown for his face and, and stuff. And so I started, I, I couldn't wait to cast on. So you start with his little face. His face is hard to see on the picture because it's got a dark background. And so I've cast on, and let's see. So this will be grafted to this, and I think this is how it goes. I think this is the top of his forehead, and there's his, so that's the start of his, that's his little face. And he'll gather this together for his nose, and then pick up stitches to start 
So it has an interesting construction, plus it has all of these different Aaron um, cable pattern, you know, patterned. Um, so I'm looking forward to to uh, working on him. And then just maybe I'll quickly show um, the, the sweater that I showed you that I was working on last week. I finished the body. So I've got that here. And this is the garland garland necklace yoke sweater by Meg Swanson. So I finished the body and I already blocked it. So um, I'm making mine a steaked cardigan and you can see the I've got a piece of scrap yarn going down. Um, so I will do a crochet steak on the other side of that. So I already blocked it because I wanted to make sure that I had the length right. Um, I don't know if you have this problem, <laughs> but whenever I'm knitting a sweater, kind of at this time of year, it feels sometimes summery, but you're making the sweater, it's gonna really be like a fall winter kind of sweater. Um, and then I have the reverse problem when in the winter, when it feels like winter, um, and I'm making a sweater that's gonna be more for spring and summer. Um, but anyway, when I'm making a sweater, like now, I tend to make them shorter than I like to wear them in the winter. So usually, like, you know, if I'm just wearing a skirt, I, I don't really wear shorts ever, but like I usually wear just like a, a skirt that's a little bit above my knees, not like a mini skirt or anything. But Friday at Sheep and Wool was the first day I had worn jeans or pants of any kind since like sometime early May. So I don't know, it's, you know, you'll try this, you know, try, try it on and say, oh, I think that's the right length. But proportionally, you know, when I'm wearing a skirt, I want it a little bit shorter than when I'm wearing jeans, then I want it longer. So um, a couple times I've had sweaters where I, I just think, why did I make make this this short and I thought oh that was the first sweater I made in the like early fall and so I think that's it because then the opposite side in um, the spring when I'm trying on stuff I think oh I'm never going to want something that short but then I really do when I want to wear it with a dress or, or something I want it to be shorter. So um, my Loewy cardigan, which I know I've shown on the podcast, it's another yoke um, sweater by Meg Swanson. I knit that, oh, maybe five years ago. And it, I actually ended up making it, I think it was too long. So I had to do, before I um, cut the steak, I um, shortened it. So I did, you know, took the whole like bottom edging off, ripped out rows, and then grafted the whole thing back on, which, which works just fine. And you could do that too if you wanted to add on some stitches, you could do that too. But with this yarn, this is Unspun Icelandic, so it's like a pencil roving. To try to graft that, you have to sort of put some twist in. It works to graft it, because I've done, you know, like underneath the, the um, arms or, or whatever, you have to, but you have to sort of um, just with the the uh, 
sewing up needle, you have to twist it a little bit to insert some twist into it so that it doesn't all drift apart when you're like pulling the, the uh, needle through. So if you try, if you did that, there would be a definite line that, well, that one row has a twist in it and the rest of them don't. So I wanted, so that's a long story of why I kind of blocked out the body um, to make sure I had the length right before, um, because I know I don't want to be doing any sort of calculating. So that's, so my Lowy sweater is my sort of, the one I follow because I know I, I like the length of it and I like, you know, wearing it in the winter so the length of it's right. So then I finished the body and blocked it and then just started the sleeve. I've got, you know, this little bit and there you can see the cable-y pattern a little bit better, I think. So um, just have a couple inches into it and, um, you know, working on and, you know, working slowly, a little bit at a time, working on that. So then the last thing that I um, worked on this week was something that I started right after camp. Um, it was a, a mitten that, uh, the sheet mittens that I showed you I had started. And I finished one, so it's a half, half finished project. So I'm going to use that for off the needles because it's, it's, it's one half of it is off the needles. So these are the sheet mittens by Jorrit Lindvik. And so this is the, the uh, right one. So there's his the ram and there's the um, back side of him. So on the other mitten will be, this will be on the front of it. And then the used head will be on the palm side so that when you look across at them, a whole sheep, you'll see a whole sheep. But these were like super fun to knit. So this yarn, this batch of handspun, which is Cori Angora, felt just a little bit thinner than the batch that I'd use for those green and white kind of leaf pattern mittens. Um, so I'm not sure. I might go ahead and do a liner for the inside of these. And also because of um, where the where the thumb is located, um, right in here, like at the base of it, there is a long float. And I didn't, you know, carry any of them. I mean, I didn't trap any of them. So I don't know. I mean, I know eventually it will, um, you know, felt down. And I might do the whole sort of shocking hot to cold thing with these mittens also just to see if that improves that. But I might end up um, lining them because um, for that reason and also just because they feel thinner and more open. So I don't want them, you know, to be you know, cold, but they are super fun and they were, um, you know, fun to work on. The, the uh, solid weight for the top of the mitten and for the thumb are worked actually double strand, which is something I, I tend to do anytime I'm doing um, color work um, for Fair Isles or the Bohus or whatever. Um, if there's a solid row, I don't like to... Um, you know, have that one row be thinner. 
and all the rest. And you, especially for mittens, you wouldn't want like the thumb, especially, and you know, the top of the mitten to be thinner than all the rest because then it wouldn't be as warm. So in spinning, I did finish spinning the uh, fiber that I showed you last week. It was from Hobbledy Hoy. It was um, a merino tensile mix um, called East Asia. And I'm just going to hold it up. It's still a little damp. I um, finished plying it last night and then soaked it. So it's only had overnight. But so this is um, the yarn um, that I got. It's a lace weight. See if I can get it to look a little bit better. Um, it's a lace weight. Um, I ended up with 730 yards, and um, it's a little bit, maybe not even quite. It's probably about that colors, but you know, um, and it's. I just um, sort of spun it as it came. So there's lots of barber pulling, but they're all kind of um, similar colors, um, oranges and reds, and there was like a, um, a pink. It did bleed a little when I soaked it. Not horrible, um, but you know, I know red is a hard, hard thing to, to get set, but um, it did bleed a little, so I'm not sure. I mean, and it's still a little, it's still damp, so I'm not sure. Um, but they're all in that same, like, family. It wasn't like, you know, there were white sections that are now pink. Um, those were kind of a, a lighter, um, peachier, pinkier, um, you know, little areas in, in the uh, fiber. So um, I'm happy with how it came out. I don't have any plans, really, for it. But um, it was nice to get it. I finished spinning it kind of early in the week, and then it took a long, it took a while to ply because that was, you know, pretty, you know, a lot of yards, and plying is not my favorite thing to do. <laughs> so um, I haven't really started anything new. I have some new fiber to show you. So we'll, let's just launch into show and tell about, you know, because I did go to Wisconsin Sheep and Wool on Friday, and it was fun. I got to see, you know, several people that um, are like Instagram friends, and I've, you know, known from like other retreats and, and stuff, so it's always, it's always fun to catch up with, with uh, them, and it's, it's kind of relaxing to go on the Friday it's not as busy as it is on Saturday, and um, though it seemed busier than other Fridays when I've been there, um, but kind of the the same vendors are have been there for years and years, so it's fun to see them and talk to them and catch up and and um, so one of those was the um, person I bought the this first fiber that I'm going to show you. I you know I have so much fiber. I really don't need to, to buy any. I mean, even, but I thought I've been spinning, so I need to buy a little bit. It, and actually I had to really sort of say no, no more because, um, at Sheep and Wool, more than when I was at Stitches, I had, and maybe it was just that the day how I was feeling or something I just I felt like oh, I could buy that or I want to buy that I I kind of said you know just stick to what you you know the cash that you brought and um, 
I'll tell you. So anyway, this fiber is from River's Edge Fiber Arts. She changed the name a little bit, so I had to read it. And um, the dyer of this is Carol Larson. And she had this, these, you know, really fun, like, bundles of fiber. So if you look at it on this side, it's got all these kind of oranges and reds and, like, it looks kind of fall, I think, you know, like fall and, you know, apple orchards and stuff. And then you switch it around this way and it's kind of spring. It's like lavenders and pinks and yellows. <laughs> it all goes together. It's just how it got like bundled up. But I thought it's so pretty. And this is four ounces. It's a Falkland. Color yeah. is called Ponderosa. And I just fell in love with it. It's not super duper soft. It's Falkland. It's not super duper soft, but it's not like, you know, rough or anything. So, um, I, it's, and she's, and she told me it's dyed, um, you know, the colors go one into the other, but it's dyed so that the beginning and the end are this, you know, same. So if you, spun it end to end and then we're going to apply it on itself you would end up with a, a solid like gradient like this and I thought that would be cool but I think even more what I want to do with this is try to spin a fat single sort of like um, to come out with a yarn sort of like that big Swedish gradient that I used um, to knit my knitting camp hat you know, so that it would go from color to color, but be kind of a thick single. So I think that might be, because I've been spinning so many of these just like plain sort of simple, you know, yarns and, and this weight is sort of my fallback, you know, kind of normal. So it's good to like switch things up and try something different and, and I think this would be um, really fun and it would be really pretty to make a, a, you know, a big, thick, like gradient like that and do, you know, because it's got matching ends, you could, I could do like, um, you know, maybe matching mittens or something. Anyway, so there is that. So then another booth that I, I almost always buy something from when I am at a festival that she's at is... Um, from Sharon from Morning Sun Fiber Barn because she's the nicest, nicest lady. And she brings some really wonderful, luscious, luxury fibers. So she had this one and that one. It's just going to look sort of creamy white. And um, this is 40% camel, 40% merino, and 20% silk. It is so soft, like a cloud. So um, I had to get, and I love this kind of creamy white color in it. So I always get something like that from her. So this year was no different. And then I had planned, um, I planned on getting a couple things. Um, one of the things that I kind of wanted, I knew I wanted to get, um, the person didn't have uh, um and it kind of I don't know so anyway 
Um, so I didn't get to get that. And then I was going to buy, I was going to buy a sweater's worth of yarn from Sun Valley Fibers. And so I, like I went and I was like, kind of, you know, still deciding between colors. So at Stitches Midwest, I took some time um, and kind of studied uh, all the colors of um, Jeanette's yarn. Um, I knew I wanted the BFL DK and kind of had it narrowed down to a couple. And I knew I would be seeing her at Sheep and Wool and I thought, I'll just get, I'll decide and I'll get some there. And that was my intention. <laughs> So I was like, look, you know, looked at them all again and stuff. And then we were going to, you know, I was meeting people. We were going to go eat lunch and stuff. And like sometimes that kind of thing, I need to like just be alone to decide. And so I was doing kind of one more pass around every, you know, there's two barns that have, um, you know, booths. And I, so I was doing my like one last round. And so I was um, going to come back around, um, and that was going to be my last purchase. So um, kind of at like the one end of I ran into a couple people and I was talking to them. And and then, you know, one of them went, oh, I have to get home. And I looked at my watch and went, oh, my gosh, I should, too. And I just walked out the door completely, like not even thinking you didn't get the yarn. Like in my head, I sort of decided. So in my head, I guess I thought I had. So now I have to order the yarn, <laughs> which would not be a problem because, you know, it's not that far away and, I'll, you know, get it. It's not like I don't have anything to knit. So um, I had a couple, um, somebody asked about um, show notes. There is a blog um, associated with the podcast. It's heartlandknits.blogspot.com. If you go back to the really, really early episodes, there are some show notes for those like from years, a couple years ago, three years ago. Um, I don't do show notes anymore. And um, it's just, it's one of those things where I had to decide, you know, this has got to be fun. And, you know, pulling all that stuff, I'm not going to say it's, I don't have time for it because time is infinite and it, you know, you have to do, you know, what you make, you have to make time for the things that you want to do. But, um, so I kind of allot myself so much time for the podcast, for, you know, recording it and for editing it. And because I don't, I, I like to, um, edit it down and you know put the little segment things in and and I've so I've started to and I did it last week and I'll do it again um when I'm showing you a project I want to put the name of the project and the designer's name kind of down at the bottom and so please let me know if you find that helpful um just because I would like to give credit and if people have a hard time understanding my sort of midwestern um dialect um, at least then it will have the, uh, the name of the pattern and they can research it further, look up, look for it on Ravelry or whatever. Um, so let me know if you find that useful. And I also, last week I started, um, on the blog, the heartlandknits.blogspot.com, I do always embed 
the YouTube video. So you can go there to watch it. Um, and then last week I embedded that YouTube video in the thread for in the Ravelry group, which is Friends of Heartland Knits. So let me know if you find that useful. Um, you know, I had I, I knew that there were a few um, podcasters that were doing that, and I thought, well, if that would make it easier for people to find, um, that also might make me remember to go and actually start that thread, because I don't know why that one would always kind of get sort of, I would get distracted, I'd get the thing uploaded, and, and then think, I'm done, and so, um, you know, tell me if, if, um, that's useful, or if you, you would, you know, just rather watch it on iTunes, iTunes or YouTube directly or, or whatever. So anyway, it's on iTunes. You can find it embedded in the podcast or in the, the blog or the Ravelry group, and, or you can watch it directly from YouTube, which um, the channel is Heartland Knits, two words, and you can subscribe there to get, um, you know, immediate notice that, um, it's been uploaded, and um, I think that is everything. I'm sure there's stuff that I'm forgetting, but this will be long enough anyway. <laughs> so thank you all so much for watching, and until I see you next week, from my heart to yours, happy knitting.